I just did a burp. Yeah, it was yeah. like one of those. It was like one of those, except only it never came to completion, uh, which is probably a joke and a self-own. And I'm sure we can do a callback at some point in this episode to it never came to completion. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one, your only pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via Dadalite. Uh, Tony, did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? So, They're good. I think they're good. <laughs> they're good. Yeah. They better be good. Yeah. They, they're only getting a sup, and uh, I like how it throws everyone off. Well, I hope that they're ready for um, a really emotional ride. We have to talk talk about some like pretty dark subject matter today. So. Oh. So, here's the thing, hearing mm-hmm. that. Sometimes you'll say that, and it'll like ninety percent of the time it'll be a joke, mm-hmm. and then there's always that ten percent of the time when I'm like, oh yeah, okay, you're gonna talk about like tripping on a dildo again, but then it just ends up being like, yeah, my dad's dead, and it's like, oh oh. oh. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's that. Uh, well, today there's three key players. Okay. There's Steven Seagal. Okay. All right. I'm already one hundred percent in. Okay. There's Anthony Kiedis. I, I'm less a little bit in. of a curveball, yeah, and but the, also not really. The third player is the Dalai Lama. Oh, I unfortunately know where all of this is going. <laughs> so, the Dalai Lama once blessed Steven Seagal. Isn't that a weird thing to say out loud? It it is. Did he did he bless him in the way that we're gonna find out he blesses now too? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Sorry, go no spoilers, everyone. Everyone fucking sucks. <laughs> well, we well okay. I've I for years I've always said the Dalai Lama was a piece of shit, so I feel vindicated. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing about the Dalai Lama that I really kind of gave a shit about was that one King of the Hill episode. Right. Yeah, that was a good one. That is, was a good one. Is it where Bobby's supposed to be the reincarnation? Yeah, and it, it turns out he probably is, but he he chose. Uh, getting that nut over enlightenment and you know what uh i respect that i think king of the hill is up there for like one of the best animes of all time yeah i i need to give it like a proper rewatch but uh it's it's been it's been a hot minute but i feel like king of the hill comes up so much just in my day-to-day life that would be so good if like crunchyroll embraced the meme and like had king of the hill like on offer and it was under their slice of life category you know, they're starting to bring a bunch of other things in, so might as well. Are they bringing in, like, Western animation? Uh, well, they... <laughs> I, I feel bad because uh, it was a very hot-button topic, but they made their own anime once with a Western studio. Um, and, like, so first off, it, it didn't look very good. Yeah, I think I remember this, and everybody was like, why are they doing a Steven Universe? And people were, like, yeah, really yeah, upset but the, about the it. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that it had, like, um, female characters, uh, I've, I've, you know, made people on the internet go fucking mental. Yeah, so. the Dalai Lama wouldn't have liked that. No, no, the characters would have been way too old. Um, and way too f- f- uh, female. He hates yeah, women as well, so... <laughs> neato uh yeah. so funny and like he might be he might be catholic i don't know that one's the dalai lama's a catholic now well you, 
we're gonna get what to what happened. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, okay. So I found out about one. Of, this is a, po- a toy podcast, by the way, yeah, everyone. This is we, a toy podcast. This yeah. is also, I assume, the week that neither of us got toys. Uh, so we're gonna talk about hot button uh, well, political like some... and religious topics on this Easter weekend. Yeah, tr- trigger warning politics. Um, yeah, post post Easter episode. But we're like switching gears. There's there's also an element to this podcast where we're like documenting these pinpoints in like the because we're in the bad timeline and we're like yeah, locking these yeah. moments in for uh, posterity for for future generations to understand what was going on. And sometimes we miss things like. I feel like when, uh, like when Will Smith fisted that guy or whatever the fuck happened, um, that would been cool too. Like we weren't recording that week or something. So like, there's certain times I feel where like we did certain times where we miss certain key cultural moments. Okay. No, I feel like we were there for this slap. Mm. I feel like we talked about black jelly bean man. You know what to do. Uh, from one archivist to another. <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know if we addressed um, Will Smith uh, being a big. Fat baby boy. <laughs> Being a weepy little crybaby boy with with slaps or whatever happened. Yeah. That was such a weird yeah. thing. <laughs> that was, I mean, let's be, the Oscars kind of fucking suck to begin with. Yeah, like every year there's a reason to be like, man, they should set that whole building on fire yeah. in Minecraft with everyone still inside. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's, it was kind of like, okay, talking about that was kind of like the same way that, like, whenever we have a hockey that turns into riots here, mm. it's like, all right, that's the most attention I'll pay to fucking this thing now. Right, yeah, if there's, yeah, a riot for a hockey game or a, an assault on the stage of yeah. the Oscars. Right, like, and it's like, okay, now you have my attention. Right. It's like if somebody drove, like, a taco truck through the stands at, like, the Indy 500. We'd be like, oh, yeah, let's talk about yeah. racing today. <laughs> okay, so who are you? Ha- yeah, which Red Bull? Oh, fuck, apparently Bad Dragon has a NASCAR car. Cool. Yeah, I mean, hey, we talked about toys and adult related toy content like they sponsor they sponsor a race car yeah they do and Hmm. it's like that's an interesting blending of hobbies (laughs) right um i'm pretty sure there's that venn diagram the 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 middle i'm doing a goatsy thing with my hands the venn diagram the middle point of the venn diagram is probably more than enough to yeah somewhere on the venn diagram there's a crossover between race car fans and people who should not be allowed admittance to the zoo like there's yeah yeah (laughs) somewhere uh i don't think you need to worry about zoos so much as like i don't know a horse farm and (laughs) and a uh, a dragon aviary (laughs) a, a dragon apiary uh apiary yeah you get some dragon mead just milk the dragons their honey i don't know what i'm talking about anymore <laughs> yeah the dalai lama fucking is a creep that's okay. that's the punchline yeah that's pretty that's where we got with this the dalai lama uh probably has his own extensive collection of bad dragons yeah uh <laughs> yeah the anthony kiedis bit was gonna be like a ham-fisted suck my kiss joke oh okay yeah that 
That's not where I was expecting you to go with that either. <laughs> or just the Dalai Lama just doing the like mildly weird like around the world the bing bang bong bong the mildly the mildly racist (laughs) fucking is is it racist or is it just like he had a mini stroke while recording and they're like well we have to like keep this like we don't know what other lyrics to add right so i don't know i just know it from like the compilation on youtube where Oh, I think yeah. it's titled, like, The Maybe Racist Bing Bang Bong Bong Part from Around the World. Yeah, and it's just, like, all the live shows. Yeah, and be- because oh. it's happening on the beat, he can seamlessly link them all together quite nicely. Yeah, it's, it's uh, quite, Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, um, but yeah, that's just I, wild. I do have to admit, though, I, I, I do quite enjoy the, the um, Californication album. Yeah, no, no, it's a banger. Some, some it's like on there, so. it's a good cross section of like '90s music production. Yeah, yeah. It's also one of those things too, where like or two thousand. Like, was, like was it the year two thousand for Californication? No, I think it was earlier. Um, but I know that I'm gonna let's pull up our good friend Spotify. Um, oh, don't give me the show. Give me the Wikipedia page for it. Nineteen ninety nine. See when Californication came out, so so me thinking it was the year two thousand. I'm not not too far off. No, you're not. You're not wrong. You're just incorrect. By the way, <laughs> I tried to say I'd <laughs> suck your tongue in an auditorium full of children. Uh, that was Stadium Arcadium, but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Wait, or was it Stadium Arcadium? No, I think it By was the, the album called "By the Way." Oh no, that's the single. No, it's an album. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, the the album was also called "By the Way." That oh. was 2002. That's the one that had Zephyr song where he's like singing about the wind and some yeah. shit. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I think just that. No, I, Stadium Arcadium had "Danny California," which is not a good song. <laughs> yeah. And maybe about the 14 year old that he like bought. That is, yeah. Real Dalai Lama. See, that's how I thought you were going to tie in with the Dalai Lama. Right, is the Steven purchase as human transactions is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I think I hear Penny the Chihuahua from the neighbor barking. Aww. Dog, dog. Oh, I love Chihuahuas. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Like, we do live in the darkest timeline. And it's like, it's, oh, yeah. it's wild too when, like, you know, a spiritual icon such as the Dalai Lama, like, uh, Padophila sizes a child on stage in front yeah. of everyone and is like, hey, little kids, how about you suck my tongue? Um, <laughs> like, that, the fact that all those things I just said are is true, like, it mm-hmm. cements I the fact, that. like, in another timeline, 9 11 didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, and he stopped doing that to kids. I guess. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too, he's gonna be like, what are you gonna do? Fucking kill me about it? Haha, I'll just come back stronger than ever. Yeah, I'll just... Like, oh, no. <laughs> I'll just come back I'll with I'll come the... back for more kids with the more, more than kissing. <laughs> yeah, he'll rise from the ashes like a horny phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's so bizarre. And, like, it's, it's also yeah. weird, too, that, like, something like this happens, and there's no shock and awe anymore. It's just like, no, the world yeah, is, like... Yeah, you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, the world's it is a sh- Easter Monday. Yeah, it's a shit-awful place, and the Dalai 
Llama's a creep and like everyone yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at least we had no illusions about Steven Seagal being a good person or Anthony Kiedis oh, yeah. being a good person. So like yeah, true, yeah. true. So uh, or also uh, this is we're not condoning this as, as well. Fuck all these guys. Like this is yeah, they all they all suck really not bad. Not brushing this off, they all fucking suck. That's just that's our official hot button take on this type of philia. Yeah, I don't even our... want to fucking say it because it's so gross. Yeah, like, it's a, our, our hot take is that uh, <laughs> it's not good and it sucks and yeah. everyone's a piece of shit. <laughs> our take is no with a frowny emoji. <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 the kind of activism um, we promote is, <laughs> is, is emojis <laughs> to express our, our dissatisfaction yeah. at the, uh, the Dalai Lama. What a fucking loser. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's also just honest work, you know. It's just so funny to be just being like somehow, somehow I'm morally superior to the Dalai Lama. <laughs> I mean, I always thought so. Well, yeah, after he general. after he blessed <laughs> Steven Seagal, it's like, oh yeah, you suck, dude. Yeah, all that credibility just fucking out gone. the window. Yeah. Um. I it's really funny that Steven Seagal's like besties with fucking legitimate like war criminals. So is Ellen DeGeneres. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she's buddies with George W. Bush. Oh. Oh, I meant like... Like other types of war criminals. Like Vladimir Putin? Yeah, like Putin and... um Oh, fuck. There's, there's like another... It was like eating the dude's carrots and he was like, Ah, the one we want to go into my like refugee murder shed... But isn't that any different than Ellen DeGeneres sharing a hot dog with, with George W. Bush? Like, that's kind of the same thing. It's like, <laughs> hey, you want to hang out at a baseball game and giggle and not talk about killing people in the desert on a lie? That's true. Yeah. Good Good point. Good point. It's kind of same, same, right? <gasps> oh my god! Ellen same, and Same, same with a different budget. Yes, different budget. But like, <laughs> Ellen, Ellen budget. and Steven joining up? Because you know Ellen DeGeneres also tags stuntmen. Like... There's, oh, there's no way she's not pulling yeah. punches, right? <laughs> I, I guess? I don't... <laughs> what? <laughs> Steven, well, Steven Seagal, famous for hitting stunt people, right? Yes. Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, right. famous for hitting her staff on the on her show. Oh, oh, fuck. Okay, I, okay, I forgot about, I forgot about her beating the shit out of her, like, PAs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Then again, like, that latte probably wasn't the appropriate temperature. And right. I and can, I can get behind that level. No, I don't condone... I, sa I said no sprinkles! <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. Just, like, a movie poster of, like, Seagal and Ellen clapping hands together. Like, doing, like, the... Oh the, Dylan, you son of... Like, doing the arm, like... That would, pro that would involve Steven Seagal standing up for uh, a moment... Oh. And I, I think that's too much to ask for. Okay, Bubba Hotep remake. We got Steven okay, we playing go. Elvis. We got yeah. Ellen playing JFK. Perfect. And she'll still she'll go full blackface for it, I hope. And the Dalai Jesus and the Dalai Lama is the Egyptian mummy. Because he already mummy, is a mummy. Yeah. yeah, he's already a shriveled yeah, up no, corpse. Perfect. Yeah. Bubba Hotep 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Hide your kids. 
That's just the tagline. <laughs> Bubba Hotep 2. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your um, <clears throat> everyday people just trying to live their life, life pe- peacefully in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The world's fucking sucks. Um, this is a great episode, wow. though. I'm really enjoying yeah, our Bubba Hotep. What a, what a good way to, Maybe. like... Go on a go on a, a mini hiatus while you're in in the land of good toys. Yeah, the land of good toys. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Um, yeah, uh, I'm sure at some point we'll talk about toys. Maybe this episode. But um, for those of you who yeah. don't know, um, we're gonna be taking a little break because I'm going on vacation to Japan, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go toy shopping. Oh hell yeah! That's the thing I'm gonna do. I'm going to come back with some toys. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for for you to tell us all about the real heads you're picking up. Yeah, um, I, I'm i going to have a little, like, voice recorder thing. Oh, cool. So I might do, like, Pepper's Tokyo Diaries or, like, something like that and just record oh, little shit. snippets, maybe. Or maybe that's a promise I'll make and not keep. Who knows? Hey, you know what? I, I like the sound of, of that. Yeah. The, like, recording, not the you breaking promises. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, I would be like, yeah, that makes, I'm, that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be fun to edit together, like, a little something, and then you can just yeah. drop it into our, our Welcome Back episode. and yeah. do, do some interviews if you can. Mm, nah. Maybe, no, never mind. None of, <laughs> none of my friends speak English, and my Japanese is terrible, so. Even better. Yeah. It's just gonna be me being like me because I'm not doing it. It's just gonna be me being like Kore Kudasai. Yeah. This please. Um. I like it. I like it. Um. So did you get any get any toys? No, you're you're hold you're holding out. You're holding on till till you go to Japan next week. Yeah. This week. Um. Technically. This week. In a few days. In like a day or two. Um, four days. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't know when this episode airs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I've been I've been holding back and haven't really been picking things up. Just trying to buy less things. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to, to be entirely financially destitute when I'm in Japan. So I'll have like a little bit of spending money, which is nice. Because like nice. this year I actually got a tax return. So that's fun. Um, you lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not used to that. Normally, like, my previous gigs, like, the, the whoever does the books is, like, perfect. And it's like, your tax return is 32 cents, which means we don't even give you one because we don't cut checks for smaller than 20 bucks. So get fucked, idiot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so it's kind of nice to get a little bit back this year, so. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. So yeah, I'm not 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 super broke. Have a little bit of spending cash, which is good. Um, probably gonna eat a lot of things. A lot of eating will be you done. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll smoke a couple packs of cigarettes while I'm there. Get dirty with it. Who knows? No, I don't. I don't recommend that. Uh, <laughs> but you do you. Yeah. It it is a thing that I usually do when I travel. Um, mm, there's something yeah, like com- right. comfortable about it. I don't know. No, I I get that. I get that. I feel, I feel this. Um, but also, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of a big boy these days, and I probably should take better care of my body. And <laughs> my liver is probably not the happiest, and my lungs would probably be better off without the smoking. But like, there's something nice about a, a cheeky little ciggy when you're when you're traveling. That's true. That's true. I find the like that and like drinking while traveling go hand in hand. Mm. So maybe if you're not drinking, then and I'm smoking. You might not maybe i don't know we'll see it's all hey i i've definitely poisoned my body in way worse ways too yeah luckily for me luckily Uh for me hard drugs are legal in japan so i can't yeah i can't go crazy and be doing mdma or anything true yeah some dmt with yakuza guys Sing the tool be great (laughs) jesus just introduce them to tool and they're like ah yeah we have to kill you yeah i want to do i want to do dmt dmt with uh the yakuza while we listen to melt banana it's gonna be great (laughs) did i tell you about melt banana no oh fuck yeah (laughs) melt banana is like a japanese like I don't want to say math rock because that's the wrong genre. And I I don't want to reference Daughters because the guy from Daughters is a huge piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Um, Hey, man, every band apparently, you know? (laughs) Yeah. He's he's not a Dalai Lama. He's something um, equally as bad, though. Um, Oh, okay. But I don't know how to describe it, but it's like... I don't know what the album's called either. It's from 1994, and it's, like, way ahead of its time in its sound, and it's so chaotic and strange. Um, And it's not, like... It's not hardcore or post-hardcore. It's not math rock, but it's kind of math rock. It's really, really weird and punctuated. Anyways, Melt Banana is a weird Japanese band. I have no idea if they're terrible human beings or not, (laughs) because apparently that's an important (laughs) qualifier for me. Um, But, yeah. Give Melt Banana a try. They're on Spotify. Listen to their very first Fuck album. Yeah. It's fucking great. Alright, I will I will do that when I commune with the mountain goat god later. Oh well. fuck yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I should um, I should I should definitely smuggle mushrooms into Japan. No. That's that's a joke. That is that is in jest okay, disclaimer good. Uh, thank god. under the screen. Disclaimer don't. No. <laughs> Disclaimer, don't heart emoji. In my country, they're <laughs> kind of legal, like me trying to plead my case. Yeah. It's, a it's mi- called a gray market. It's called a gray market, uh. and for a while there I was microdosing, and it definitely was fun, but I wasn't very productive. <laughs> I do love that, though, like, I don't know, kind of like the way weed people, like, preach, like, how everything weed does is good for you, like, microdose people oh, I are, know like... It's not microdose people are like it's amazing you'll get so much accomplished you'll be so at peace you'll be so one with the universe and then i microdose and i'm like i want to go swimming and everything's really funny right now it's like (laughs) just accomplish nothing you'll be so productive just try microdosing anyways that was a fun summer that yeah that was last summer wasn't it i think so no i don't know i like we've talked about before too we're just like yeah the the weed culture and toy culture crossover is so wild because all you get are like just photos of like spider-man's holding up nuggets of cron and you're like 
This seems like a waste of a toy and of weed. And also, like, in my head, like, because my, my um actually brain from being a nerd yeah. is like, um, Spider-Man would have wrapped that guy in webs and delivered him to the police station for being in possession of that. Like, yeah, Spider-Man's a bit of a fucking narc. Isn't he? <clears throat> Superheroes are huge fucking narcs. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Oh, it's also funny. sick, too, because Spider-Man is a fucking class traitor, and he would arrest someone, or arrest, he would turn someone in for having a tiny bit of weed, and that person probably would do, like, ten years, but he's too much of a bitch to fucking go after the guy running the Daily Bugle, who's probably embezzling millions, because fucking yeah. millionaires don't go to jail. It's just fucking everyday people that go to jail. He's a fucking pe- Fuck Spider-Man. That's what yeah, I, that's... don't get me started on Electro. <laughs> 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 Or Shocker. Yeah. It's weird how there was Shocker and Electro, and they're basically, like, the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, this guy's got electricity powers, but this guy? He's got electricity powers. <laughs> we ran out of ideas. Yeah. Well, they ran out of ideas with Mysterio. They're like, he has fog powers. He's got... Yeah. <laughs> what Do you know what that fog's powered by? Weed. Oh, my God. Fucking electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I fumbled the bag on the on a on another weed joke. I just um, I love the idea of fucking Spider Man being a class trader is the fucking funniest shit ever. Oh my god! I want a silkscreen shirts that's like, uh, a, yeah, <laughs> like the like don't don't ever call for your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Like Spider Man's a narc. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because the only Marvel Legends I, I really collect now are like the weird versions of Spider Man. Right. Well, so. and like you know, Japanese Spider Man is definitely a narc. <laughs> he's uh, he's rat. Oh, no, he, he's he ratting just, out the yakuza. Just kill you. Oh yeah, that's true. No, dude, he'd, yeah, he'd just be like, oh, are you selling drugs in my neighborhood? And then he like, I don't know. Like, Pulls out the fucking Tommy gun. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man's tight. I fucking Japanese love. Spider-Man is more like fucking Charles Bronson from Death Wish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Like, Charles Bronson with a fucking Megazord. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, like, just some guy trying to smoke his weed in the park and is like, I am emissary from hell, Spider-Man, and he just blows him away with a fucking revolver. <laughs> Just the squibs and the blood everywhere, open chest, like, horrible graphic violence. It's just like, uh, and then, bing, It was a, it was a kid Man. show at the time. It was pretty great. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, meanwhile, fucking American Spider-Man is just, like, having his neighbors arrested for having small amounts of weed and then watching their, like, families get evicted and he just doesn't give a shit because he's a class traitor. <laughs> Oh, fucking scumbag. All in a good day's work. Yeah. Now the neighborhood is finally safe just from a, not just, being chill. Just a sad mother with her box full of her son's stuff, like, loading it into their station wagon as the landlord is, like, bolting the door shut. <laughs> like, like, oh, thank God I saved the day from this, like, this criminal with his tiny nugget of weed. Oh, shit. Uh, but still, but like when it ends, it busts to the like the really shitty '90s Spider-Man theme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the like non-comprehensible fucking like techno one, and you're like, yeah, with the like the the weird like 
shit tier CGI buildings, like yeah, through a fishbowl so lens, good. like. So, so that Spider-Man for sure mm. would have been like the narkiest yes. of all of them. Well, and yeah. and he was a privileged white boy, so it's an extra layer yeah. of being shitty. Double, double yeah. up on that. Do you ever think he'd suck on the Dalai Lama's tongue? <laughs> Just hanging upside down with his mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you saved me, Spider-Man. <laughs> How can I ever repay you? Uh, I know there's a ter- certain type of blessing you offer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's giving me childlike wonder and giggles. Although, I gotta be careful with my childlike wonder. I'll hear the Dalai yeah, Lama knocking on a, my door. Yeah, you're gonna as well. <laughs> Holy shit, that's really fucking Uh-oh. funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, toys. I didn't get any toys this week but i did paint some warhammer guys oh fuck yeah um and i had a couple friends over to do i have i think i have a a, a little warhammer painting group fuck yeah and i think it's like there's other people that are like oh i got some minis can i can i join in as well oh fun. might be like a thing it might be like a fun thing um where where do but, you guys paint just at like the kitchen table yeah yeah just i i um the dining room table it's big enough luckily mm-hmm. and then uh you put a little uh a little tarp down for any spills of agrax because uh, no one wants to ruin any more any more tablecloths um, well nobody wants to spend 15 dollars on another bottle of agrax either yeah that too god damn yeah fuck um, this economy it's the worst uh and like agrax is the what like it will fix any mini like, I love the process of when you get to the point where it's like, this is the worst thing I've ever painted. Nothing will look worse than this. I am a hack. I'm a fraud. Uh, this shouldn't be my hobby because I'm so bad at painting. And then you do, like, a coat of Agrax and you're like, holy, yeah, perfect. We're, give me my golden demon. I'm set. I'm, I just Good. feel bad for you. It's like you go through this whole... whole no, that's like, the process. <laughs> you have this whole, you gotta like... trust the process. I don't know. I, you gotta be a little no. easier on yourself, my dude. Like... No! No, fuck that. That this, guy's a chump. You this is the learn. worst thing I've ever painted. <laughs> this yeah. I am shit. Spider-Man should yep. kick my door in and shoot me. Spider-Man in. should find my fucking... My, my stash and be like, this is it. And then he turns into Toei Spider-Man and just fucking, I don't know, turns me inside out. <laughs> just like some super jail-ass violence. Like he just grabs you by the arm <laughs> and somehow rips your skeleton out. Like Perfect. That's yeah. what my horrible painting uh, deserves. Until you put the Agrax over top and you're like, wow, this is perfect. Yeah. I love how this turned out. This is my favorite mini I've ever done. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, you've been having a good time painting? Yeah, yeah, that was it was good times. Um, uh, it was like it, alcohol showed up at some point, and then more alcohol showed up. At some point. Did a couple rails off your off the back of your fucking Kodax. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, where are you gonna like tenth edition? There's not gonna be any Codexes, so uh, gotta use them for something. It's just weird that they mirrored uh, the back of the the Imperial Guard one. <laughs> um, like they knew what they were doing. Wait, so 10th, 10th Ed, they're not doing codexes anymore? Well, 
it's Games Workshop, so they're definitely going to be, like, making some sort of printable thing. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> apparently all the rules, um, all the rules for 10th Ed are going to be available online. And just, like, like free to play. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they're going to be doing the Sigmar thing, too, now, where every unit you get, you get data cards for. Oh, okay, because, like, so, they were giving you stat blocks in your manuals for some stuff. Yeah, no, it's going to be fully... Oh, and then everything that's legacy now, uh, I think they said that they're going to be doing, like, here's the digital free versions of these data cards. I'm still waiting so for can, the like, catch. Playing. Like, like, where's the part where know. they monetize, or they're no. like, oh, now you have to I... suck my tongue, like... Exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? So I, I'm waiting for that, too, because it is Games Workshop right. that we're talking about. Um, but what they might start doing is they're like, okay, all the physical copies are, like, they're for the turbo nerds. Like, they're for right. the ones that want want this. So I, I don't think that they're going to completely get rid of it. Um, my thinking is for all the codexes and all the physical rulebooks... They're going to be where, like, you get all the lore and the fluff from, aside mm. from the Dan Abnett novels. Um, right. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, more lore and shit to, like, get from that. Because uh, that's what the codexes are already. Like, very rarely is it just, like, a straightforward, like, here's your stuff. Mm. There's, like, tons of shit you have to weed through. Um, and the stuff that's for online only, or not online only, but, like, you know what I mean. I think that's going to be, like, the fat-trimmed, like, okay, this is just the straight base, here's how you play. Because my, my assumption no would fluff. be that they would use the Black Library app to be like, here's where you buy your codexes now, nerds. Like, give us $5 Maybe. for a PDF. Uh, $5? Give us $35 for a PDF. Thank you. There we go. That's, <laughs> that's more like it. But it does sound like what they're trying to do is they're like, yeah, people people want the models, and if we can make more money by selling models and getting rid of the, like, literature stuff, then they'll... They think it's going to be a way to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I think it's one of those things, too, where the cost of printing books has gotten more expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, like D&D Beyond and stuff. Like, it's kind of apparent that whatever the next iteration of Dungeons & Dragons will be will be mostly digital. Um, yeah. And they're going to try yeah, to print right. less and less books. Um, so, I don't know. It's just the way where things are moving. But, like, I'm so nostalgic for physical things. Like, I'll never not be a guy who gets yeah. gets books. So I'll probably buy it <clears throat> 10th Ed whenever that comes out. Legit, fair, accurate. Oh, that was the thing I tried doing. I tried going, going and buying books this week. And... Oh. Yeah. What kind of books? Yeah. Uh, I really want to, like properly read mary shelley's frankenstein oh hell yeah and bram stoker's dracula Mm -hmm. and i also want to be like the type of dude that's like when when you ask this question like oh what are you reading i i want to be like really fucking pretentious and shame be like oh just the metamorphosis by franz kafka so i was looking for the metamorphosis by franz kafka as well and that shit sold out everywhere are there like book reports happening this season like what the fuck I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm speechless, Tony. You want to read books? What? Yeah. I'm proud of you. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, Frankenstein rocks. Uh, it's short, too, so maybe... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, no, I, yeah. I have all the audible versions, because they're all 
free on Audible, but mm. I was like, I kind of want, again, the physical thing. And to like, I don't know, I like the idea of like reading something and be like, whoa, gotta go somewhere. And then like picking up on the audio version as I'm traveling and stuff. Mm. Seems like a, like a fun way to, to do it. So. Hell yeah. But uh, I did pick up some of the, the alien novels as well. The ones done by Titan Books. Um, they seem pretty interesting. Cool. Kind of like a neat, like, hey, here's some shit that happens between aliens and uh, alien isolation. Sweet. Have fun. Don't worry about three. <laughs> don't worry about three or resurrection. Yeah. Those don't exist in the canon we'll just, anymore. We'll just not talk about those anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, but I feel, feel like I've done this podcast a disservice by not buying any toys. Eh, that's alright. We don't always have well, to be buying toys. I'm sure we'll be, uh, answering some toy-related questions in the segment that's coming up, and then also we're gonna be definitely picking up some toys over the next couple weeks, you in Japan, mm-hmm. um, and me, when I'm on the island, it's oh, gonna sh- be good times. Oh shit, this guy was for you. Oh, yes. What? I forgot about this Battle Beast. Oh, I forgot about him, too. The little octopus guy. Yeah, the little octopus I got for Tony. He was on my desk, and I'm seeing Tony shortly, so this needs to go in the Tony pile. Fuck yeah. Thank you. I need to put something more than a vintage Greedo in the Logan pile, but you're also traveling, so... Yeah, whatever. Maybe it's also better if you only have a little Greedo to take with you. (laughs) Yeah, it might be. Um, Question time? Yeah, I'd like to answer one or two of them. Questions from the Discord. Oh my god, I don't give a shit about your nitro pop-ups. Eat my ass. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jason responding to my uh, unhinged comments about Marvel Spider Blob or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. He says, thank you. That was pretty much the reaction I wanted. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow, oh, so we, we were baited. Yeah, I got baited into being a hater-ass bitch. We got bitch. baited. Huh, wow. Uh, Are we really that predictable? Yeah. Um, okay, he good, also good. says, Robin Boogie, a.k.a. Boogeyman XMTG collab, is the obvious answer to the unofficial wow from last episode. <laughs> For real, though, it would be cool if Frazetta could rise from his grave and make some new art oh. specifically for MTG. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the Frazetta MTG stuff was kind of cool. Um, I like the yeah. the Dark Ritual. I wanted one, but I think it's like 30 bucks for just that card, and I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> That's pretty cheap on the Pokemon end of card games, too. So, I But, like, do I don't know, Dark R- Ritual is like a $5 card, so... Yeah, I'm noticing that as well when I'm like looking through stuff. I'm like, I could get the really cool art for it, for money, or I could get the 25 cent version of it to play with. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't... <laughs> A Robin Bougie Cinema Sewer Magic the Gathering collab, I would... That would be really fun, but that would not ever, ever, ever happen. Uh, because... It's essentially... It's just porn. This is porn, my guy. Porno magic. But I, I will, I I will said, pass I it I said bougie wrong. Tell him. Oh, it's a, well, I mean, it looks like it says boogie, but... Yeah, and he, is, he calls himself the bougie man. Mm. Every once in a while, so... I see... It's it's no no fault, but I will, I will, uh, I will pass along the message to him. 
and say that uh, that he should do some magic cards. Because mm. mm. that'd, that'd be fun. Good, good. Yes, excellent, excellent. Black jelly beans, man. I've pluralized what he is. Uh, I've been debating on starting to collect Power of the Force. Ooh. Ooh my question uh, is, there any other vintage toy line that extensive and inexpensive? I think that one, one yes. is the perfect yeah. snapshot of that. There's like, maybe maybe Kenner Robin Hood. If you can find it. Yeah, like Kenner Robin Hood mint on card is still like... 12 bucks <laughs> a dude yeah um well because they're all batman toys right they're just weird repaints and kit bashes um oh yeah they're, they're batman toys and like star wars toys. a uh, power of the force toys yeah it's uh it's a weird line um no i think mm. i think power of the force is that perfect um inexpensive overproduced toy line because like yeah. You've got to think that Power of the Force 90s stuff, they produced more of those figures than, like, any other toy in the history of mankind. Like, Yeah. It's... The fact that you can still see them everywhere for, like... Excuse me. If, if not retail price, for less than retail price. Right. Because they're just clogging shelves. I'm sure there are some rarities, though, mm-hmm. that might set you back, but, like... For the most part. I don't know. I don't, they're pretty cheap. I don't see them setting you back more than 20 bucks, right? Yeah. Um, also, uh, if you do, uh, Black Jelly Bean, man, if you do get into the line, not to enable you, you let, <laughs> you let me know, I have access to a lot of those toys through my place of work, so. It's true. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I kind of liked about that, though, was, um, I didn't realize it at the time, I thought they were new sculpts, or vehicle sculpts, mm. but so many of the Power of the Force, uh, vehicles were just repaints oh. of like the original Kenner ones. Yeah, yeah, some of them had a little bit more retooling. Um like the yep. uh the tie fighter, there's a little nub so you can actually keep the cockpit closed. Um mm, right, right, right. There's a little bit of retooling, but for the most part it's yeah, it's the same as the vintage toy just with different paint. Yeah, and I think some of them to like make them more premium, they they put like sound effects in them. Right. But... Yeah, yeah. Cuz I think the the Millennium Falcon uh the engine roar from the original one was just like like a, a small motor and a piece of like like tin that would like rattle and like flip against mm-hmm. a, a stud or something yeah. to like make the engines whereas um the 90s part of the forest one was like an actual like sound box voice box yeah. type thing um but as far as i know it's like the exact same toy across the board minus those parts and uh oh some like battle damage almost. I thought of another like, good they, they contender for cheap mint on card uh toys. Uh the nineties yeah, Hasbro Co- Adventures of Conan toys. Really? Yeah, I think they're pretty inexpensive on card. Okay. Uh, I I've yet to see them, like, period. Oh. So that's a thing that I'm gonna like keep my, my eyes out for, just to see if they just to see them. Sometimes we give good advice. Sometimes we, we give bad uh, I was, advice. My, my bad advice was I was going to say, like, yeah, get some fucking uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin toys. <laughs> uh, mint on card. Um, they'll set you back 20 bucks, maybe, yeah. Canadian. Or the 90s. So, um, like, $2 for you. Superman stuff was really... Ooh. Yeah. But then you'd have to collect Superman stuff. Yes. So, I don't recommend that. 
at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I wonder if the, like... No, I was gonna say that the, uh... Like, the Batman animated series toys, I feel like if you were to find those on card, they might not be too bad, but I think those are actually wanted, so... Yeah. Maybe, uh, also, that might be a bit harder to come Also, Kenner Batman stuff is starting to climb up there. Oh, is it actually? Yeah. I've got, I've got some, like, really cool carded things that I paid not a lot of money for. I looked up, mm-hmm. um, Quick Change Armor Bruce Wayne the other day, uh, oh, and he's yeah. like 50, 60 bucks on card. Oh, damn. Yeah. I, I, I also feel like around? I definitely said this last week or the week before. <laughs> really? I don't... Was it when I was talking about watching, um, Batman Forever again? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Is that the... Okay, is that the the Keaton Batman quick change one? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. See that? Yeah, that's one that I kind of want to hunt down at some point. Because all I have is the, um... The Val Kilmer version right. of that one. Uh, which is still pretty great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, like... I feel like uh, Ke- Keaton's a great Batman. He's he's in the top for me, like unironically. Oh damn! Top tier. Looking at the back of this again too. Um, shit, Night Hunter Batman. I remember that toy specifically. That was a very cool one. I had that one where he was like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but Google it up. Night Hunter Batman. He has like a glider that's made of smoke, clear plastic, and it was great. It was fun. But the neighbor kid had the uh, Batman, or Blast Cape Batman, and I remember, like, that suit was cool, because it has, like, weird red slits in it with, like, kind of ribbing, and I'm like, that that would be a sick one to get, so I dropped my toy on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Weed Cat, in honor of Pep. Heading to Japan once again, what is your most memorable or favorite thing from a vending machine? Uh, The vending machine in my high school uh, used to have uh, Miss Vickers sweet chili chips, kettle chips. Oh, those those were the best of the Miss Vicky's chips. Oh, shit. The hockey rink in Parksville in 1990-whatever used to have old Dutch Thunder Crunch chips in the fucking oh, vending machine, and those were amazing. I do remember those. Do you remember those Thunder were, Crunch? Tasty. I do. I do. They were, um... They were some primo chips. Long there. after the brand was abandoned, I had a dope Thunder Crunch hat, too. Nice, yeah. nice. OG repping it. <laughs> um, um, I don't know what my favorite, uh, like, the real answer, like the Gashapon machine or whatever, um, I assume is what he's asking me about. Um, I, I was, I thought, um, yeah, definitely that. But also Japan is well known for its other vending machines, and I'm not talking about that specific one that you guys are thinking I'm talking about. I mean, like, drink vending machines and stuff like oh, that. Oh, actually, I'm going... It's it's April, which means uh, Peach Coke will be back on the menu. Ooh. Which, that was a vending machine treat I enjoyed the last time I was there. Because uh, last time I was in Japan was around this time. Because I wanted to be in Japan for my birthday. And this year, I wanted to be in Japan for my birthday. So... Fuck yeah. Making it work. Making it work. Mm-hmm. Birthday time's all around. 
Yeah, I get to be Fuck a, yeah, a birthday vending machine boy. Um, I don't know. I got a little. I got a little Kitsune Fox mask thing from a vending machine, like mm-hmm. a Gashapon machine that was really cool. That fit really nicely on um, my Bandai um, Alien Icarus, the inspiration for Zubato um, toy. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well then. No, that's really... I was like, oh, cool, another Reggie mask can come down the pipeline. It's the Kitsune, but... Mm. But, no, it's, I, I know which Reggie masks are in existence and how much it costs to make them. So <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. Yeah, maybe maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll make maybe. more masks. People are always asking me about shoes, too, and I'm like, I can't do a rack mold for just shoes, guys. <laughs> like, But a rack mold for shoes and masks... Yeah, I guess so. I guess I could sneak some shoes. No, I'm I'm sorry. I should stop. I'm not a good uh, business consultant (laughs) at all. So, never take anything I say uh, for whatever. Uh, Mine is uh, when I was in Japan. The common writer sodas. Mm. Holy shit, those are so fucking good. I think they were like ramune flavored soda, like melon soda. Mm. Um, but they had all the like um. All the like the original writers, like the classic. Um, uh, I, I want to keep saying shonen, but that's not it. The the like original era Showa era that Showa. Thank you. Yes. Word. Yeah. All the Showa era writers, and I just remember being like, "This is so much cooler than all the alcohol ones that are right beside it." <laughs> I had I had some Shin Kamen Rider fucking chips the other day. Oh, nice. How, how did they taste? Uh, they were ketchup chips, and I'm like, is that, like, a hilarious, like, blood tie-in from that trailer? Oh, maybe, Um, yeah. I just, it's wild that, like, Canada's national chip, aside from, or chip flavor, aside from all dressed... Is ketchup? Is, like, ketchup in Japan These were less, like, a Canadian ketchup chip, and more, like, tasted like chip made from, like, like, the juice from, like, a stewed tomato can. Like... They're kind of just tomato oh. flavored chips. The my first bite, I was like, eh, and then by the end of the bag, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So the opposite of what I thought was gonna happen. They were weird, but that. okay is my answer. Fair, legit, understandable, and uh, acceptable. Vlad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you both have experienced three D printing minis, but have either of you printed custom heads or add on parts for action figures? Um. Whoa, it's crazy you say that, because if you backed the Blood Goblin Kickstarter the other day, you just got (laughs) access to 3D printable parts to make your own custom Blood Goblin action figure, if you so choose. A 3D printable head of the Blood Goblin, as well as his sword. And also, you can upscale them to -to one-to-one scale, so you can have a wall sword of the Blood Goblin's sword for yourself. I'm, I'm stealing that from... The bottom part of the Kickstarter message, too. I didn't come up with that myself. Um, yeah, Jeremy, if you're listening, uh, can I buy you a roll of uh, FDM for you to 3D print me a life-size <laughs> Blood Goblin sword? Hell we'll yeah. talk IRL. That's tight. <laughs> um, I tried to print um, some stuff, and it didn't really work out too well. I don't know why, either. It's... I don't know. I think I think my printers need some tuning, mm-hmm. like some fine tuning. Uh, but again, Black Jelly Bean Man, if you could uh, reround the tapes, 
Uh, there was one week where I got really into Modibot, um, which is kind of like a, an independent stickfa scenario. Uh, the dudes make factory, um, like, factory-made, like, legit plastic sample, or not samples, figures, and then there's a community that makes a bunch of, um, add-on accessories, uh, to go into their, like, exports. Uh, so I tried doing one of those, and it just, I don't know, it kind of shat the bed completely, so. Uh, I've tried, I have not Had much done success. anything successfully, but I know for a fact that you have, Vladbad, you, uh, you do some really cool 3D print custom, uh, figure bits all the time. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. We've seen We've it, seen we it. appreciate you showing us, because it looks really fucking cool. So, um, I... I was 3D printing full-on figures for a bit there under a secret project that I, I mean... Yeah, are you going to talk about it now, finally, or...? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I never announced it or anything. Um, it was kind yeah. of a, a stopgap thing while I was, like, waiting for Reggie to happen. I was 3D printing a lot of action figures. Um, there's an Instagram for it. Let me go to it here. I've got 12 followers. Um... I think I'm one of them still. And I made some figures um, under the name Galaxy Empire, which mm-hmm. Galaxy Empire was a bootleg Star Wars thing from back in the day, so I stole the name, because fuck it. Um, so if you want to find it <laughs> on Instagram, I don't know if I'll ever do anything with this project again, but if you want to see what I made, um, it's ge.galaxy.empire on Instagram. Um, and I, I wrote a whole bunch of fucking lore and I was going nuts and making cool things. Uh, and then Reggie arrived and I was like, okay, fuck that. And I started working on Reggie stuff. Um, hard pivot. So there's actually figures that I only to- posted two photos. I posted the faceless phantom and, uh, mm-hmm. my prototype Boba Fett thing. And I was doing some like digital sculpting, um, you mean that one? and modifying and, Oh yeah, that that's Hiro Taka in. Yeah, I got Hiro Taka. Or is, is that uh, Hiro also? Taka? Yeah. yeah, it's it's Hiro Taka. In um, Phantom Disguise, I remember you did some modeling on his belt buckle and everything. Yep. Uh, and then I, not to you know blow my own horn or anything either, but uh, I was also sort of in that project as well. Oh yeah, you printed me a whole bag of Greedos. Yeah, a whole bag of Gritos and a bunch of uh, Stormtrooper bodies to, like, bus, bus up and blast away with. So, it was fun. It was a fun little project. Oh, life. But Reggie, though, is... It's like an actual, uh, an actual toy. As it's, it's, like, legit. Him. It's, like, it's very legit and I kind of love it. This felt very, like, we were trying to, like, dip into the, the like, Suck Lord slash, like... Because when we met, we were both, like, you were more of a resin guy than I was, and I was, like, trying to become a resin guy, mm-hmm. um, which is how we, we met initially, because one of my friends, Adam, uh, I don't know if he's on our Discord anymore, but he saw your booth at one of the Cherubomb Toy Shows, and I know I'm telling this story again over and over, but I know that we do have some new listeners, so hello new listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um... Yeah, we met at a toy show. One of my buddies was like, hey, this guy's doing the shit you want to do. And I was going to be like, well, I'm going to kick his ass. No, I'm, I, was, I was like, oh, that's What's, cool. I should meet this is guy. Is that just the Hirotaka bag you're wrestling? Yeah, it is. I should stop. <laughs> I'm, <so laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you, Tony. 
I am so <laughs> sorry. Okay. Also, come at me. Um, yeah, so we, we met over talking about making uh, resin toys. So it was kind of cool also doing a small little resin toy thing before your like big toy blew up. It was fun. It was a fun summer. Fun summer project. It was indeed. Taught you how to taught you how to airbrush. I didn't. You taught yourself. But that's I remember that's what got you into airbrushing. Yeah, it was like the the whole idea was to have something to like practice on while I was waiting for mm. Reggie, which was was good. It was fun. Um, yeah, I should do something with those. If anybody wants a fucking <laughs> Galaxy Empire <laughs> bootleg, fucking DM me. Uh, we'll, I'll I'll sort you out. <laughs> yeah, splash onto the Discord. I guess we're doing like giveaways now. I so. guess so. <laughs> like all these yeah. DMs for, <laughs> for me being like, yeah, that was a fucking thing that happened. DM me if you want one. Oh like, no! I, first come, first serve. Please pay for shipping. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Please pay for shipping. <laughs> uh, I I went and uh, dug out my my old zines for Black Jelly Bean Man. So nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I, I have to admit, I did steal one of the factory copies of the Stormtroopers for myself. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I think I might have pitched all the troopers because they didn't meet my print standards, so... Uh, understandable. It was me that did that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, long answer, Vladbad. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yes, answer. asterisk. Short answer, sometimes. <laughs> Black Jellybean yeah. Man. Pep, what are you most looking forward to on your trip? Tony, do you care to take this question, or? No. <laughs> um, I don't know, just just having time off to do things and to go back to Japan. Like, there's nothing... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, seeing my friends again, that's probably the thing I'm most excited for. And to just, like, not have to do anything... I, to be a selfish boy. I can do whatever the fuck I want for, you know, ten days, so... Hell yeah! But yeah, seeing no, that's the way it should be. Yeah, seeing my seeing my friends is the answer. Uncle Jason, I came across a video this weekend, and since I've never heard of a D and D style book like this before, I thought it might be interesting to both share its existence with you. Oh, oh, with you guys. Uh, whilst also asking what you think about books like this. Uh, it's a book that focuses on giving you all the inspiration you need to create a rich and wonder, uh, rich and flavorful story to go with your existing game system rather than giving a pre-made scenario and a game system to follow along. Uh, like I said, I've never seen any book like this before. Do you think people should make more books like this, or do you prefer to have a pre-made game you can just pick up and play? My Now, the thing goodness. in question is called Vermis. And yes. I'm waiting for a copy of this to come in the mail as we speak. Oh, you you like, I, already I bought this. this. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it's on its third printing... So and I was on the mailing list for it because I was like I can't miss this shit. It's so fucking cool looking. I am on the wait um, list for this. <laughs> are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for an email. Oh hell yeah. Maybe <laughs> so I'll you're going to be like the fourth print. Yeah, maybe I'll get in on the fourth print run. Dude, I'm I'm excited. So yeah, for so, me, I So wait, for I love lore. Sorry, just for one sec. The people listening at home, yeah. uh Vermis the way this air quotes game is presented is it's like it's a strategy guide or a mm-hmm. game manual for like a video game or something, 
but there is no game. Like, it is all yeah. just pages of interesting things with, like, art and lore and characters and items, but no specific rules. It's more like... It's like if someone made, like, a manual for Dark Souls and then took every reference to uh, any game mechanics or rules out. Yeah. Is how yeah, I would describe much. it. So, it, it's like... <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of Morkborg, but with, like, even less gameplay elements. Right. It's like, Morkborg... Morkborg is pretty much this, since the, like, the actual, like, rules of Morkborg fucking suck like mork morkborg's like oh, okay yeah morkborg is barely functional as a game morkborg sells yeah, you, you a mood you and an it. idea and i feel like morkborg wasn't brave enough to do what vermis did where morkborg should have yeah. just left the rules out because they're you know pretty inconsequential if you have any other game you could run like mm-hmm. like blood goblin like blood goblin although blood goblin is just like what if morkborg's rules didn't suck because <laughs> it's like a slightly more improved <laughs> Morkborg. No, Morkborg... So, there's a bit of a scale, is what we're, we're saying. <laughs> Sliding like... <laughs> scale of trash. No, Morkborg is fine. And I love Morkborg. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Vermis is a really interesting more concept. More of a mood. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited. And I, as far as I know, I think it's just one dude that made everything for it and, like, printed it through this uh, this publishing company. And, yeah, it, it, looks, it looks so fucking cool. And it's, like, it's the mood. Like, for sure. So, I, I'm i excited to get it, and at some point I should actually jump on a physical copy of Markborg, because I feel like when we first started talking about it, it was like 30 bucks for it, 25 to 30 bucks, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll jump on, on it eventually, and now it's like 50 bucks for it. Oh, so, oh, interesting. It's it's anywhere between 45 to 50. It's, it's jumped now, so... Oh, dang. Uh, and I know it's probably going to keep going up and up. And there's, like, expansions that they've made for it. But, like, the expansions are done in, like, like shitty zine style. But they're still, like, $20 bucks. And uh. I'm like, fuck. I hate RPGs so much. But I, lo- I do love them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Vermis looks really interesting. It's a cool concept, for sure. And, like... Yeah, we're, we're stoked for Vermis. I, I mean, I need to finish here, what's <clears throat> on my plate. Because, obviously, I'm currently polishing up blood goblin um but like once blood goblin's done i want to my next like rpg project is to do more like module and content stuff for blood goblin in maybe Mm -hmm. a shitty zine format um just to be able to produce something like quick and dirty and fun but it's like i also you know need to (laughs) i need to finish what uh what the kickstarter (laughs) promised so i'm still chipping away at all that all good, and you're actually doing that, which is is much better than most Kickstarters. <laughs> I I promise, I'm actually typing things. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been good. Um, it's also like weird because it's like, it's like all right, time to do the thing, and like cranking away on things, and then just like looking at like the the like the update thing on Kickstarter, and it's like make sure you do an update this month, and I'm like, what? fucking 15 <laughs> days has gone by since like the last time i updated anyone or however long it was like holy yeah, shit it's kind of wild how the how fast time moves is going again yeah we're old people now <laughs> and we're complaining about that yeah black jelly bean man pep 
is there any YouTube videos or Instagram accounts you've been looking at to get hyped for your trip? No, um, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit of like language stuff. So um, for the listeners who don't know, uh, I was taking Japanese one at continuing continuing education studies. I was doing like university language classes um, for the past like four or five months or whatever it's been. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to, to learn a bit of Japanese and trying to be able to communicate better. Um because my one of my biggest frustrations is not that it wasn't easy to get around and do my thing last time I was there. That was simple enough because you can get through a lot by just being polite and polite in Japanese. Um, but yeah, I have a handful of friends who are there um, and people that I like really enjoy spending time with and want to be able to communicate with them better because like using Google Translate to talk to your friends is the most most natural way to talk to people, so... Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a pretty decent foundation, um, although I'm a little bit nervous, because speaking another language is, isn't easy unless you do it, but then doing it is also, like, not embarrassing, but, like, there's a little bit of, like, um, self-awareness when you speak, because, like, you don't want to misspeak, you don't want to sound silly, but, like, you're also trying to pronounce words you don't know how to pronounce quite well. Um, very well but like luckily japanese is very phonetic so like if you see it spelt out in romanji it's pretty easy to sound out a word which is nice um asterisks because there's always exceptions but like yeah yeah it's yeah anyways uh i'm most hyped to see my friends but i haven't really been watching videos other than like how do you say like thank you or like or how do you how do you say i'm good with without sounding like a weird foreigner so like just like taking taking simple phrases and then being like okay like that is how technically how you would say that but how do actual human beings who communicate express those feelings so like me trying to learn the sort of next step instead of just being like arigato like what is the what is a better way to express your gratitude or what is a better way to say you're okay or or like I'm good. Like, yeah, the, the conversational is totally different than mm-hmm. just learning the language. You have to, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. There's a lot to to unpack and figure out there, but you got this, and that's awesome. And I'm happy that you've been uh, been taking those courses. It's really cool. Yeah, sometimes I'm like a, a little firecracker, a little go getter, <laughs> a little, little, little smart guy, a little smart education boy. Like Jellybean Man continues, if y'all saw this, would y'all buy this Superman figure? What if I told you this Superman was that the one that Nicolas Cage voiced? I <laughs> jumbled those words up. We we got we got it we got it we we're, we I fi- I figured it's what understandable. <laughs> um. I there's a picture of a toy of Superman that is very cartoonish. It's a very cartoony, bubbly Superman. Uh, I'm happy that Nicolas Cage finally achieved his dream of being Superman. Um, again. So this is a this is a version <laughs> of Superman that was capacity. voiced by Nicolas Cage. I'm assuming so. Like, I'm going to take Black Jelly Man's word for it. Okay. He's never okay. steered us wrong. Uh, that being said, I'm I'm very much not a Superman fan. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of Superman haters. Yeah, he could have been voiced by the Dalai Lama, and I wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
actually, I made a deal with the Dalai Lama. If I sucked his tongue, no. he would turn me into Superman. Oh, God. That was my Nick Cage voice, apparently. I like it. I Okay, it's really funny because in this picture, so it looks like he's got swappable eyes and, and mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got, like, this huge shit-eating grin on his face. But the way that they show the extra parts right next to him, it just looks like there's a weird upside-down face in the in the white void. Yeah, it looks like it looks like Master Shake is lost in the void. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very strange. It is very um, strange. I, I don't know who made this, so I can't tell you what to look up <laughs> for everyone else at home. Yeah, me neither. Um, but like, uh. Yeah, it's a it's a hard but easy pass for me. Yeah, I don't know uh, if there's sorry, any dude. any Superman figure I would buy. Yeah, I'm just not I, a Superman I can't, guy. I, like we we aren't cape dudes. We're not big superhero dudes. Um mm, but then on top of that, not. like for me Superman is another echelon of like disinterest because like yeah. He's he's so boring. Yeah, there's, I mean, I know there's people that do some comics that are really good, and I'm like, I don't, you know what? Yeah. I've kind of decided that I, I, I want to stay a hater. Like, I was about to say like, Superman, I, like I, I was about to say Superman Red Sun is really interesting, which I have said on the podcast before, but then I also was like, is that just a weird, like, incel take? Like, is that, like, Jordan Peterson's <laughs> take on, like, Superman? <laughs> Superman Red Sun's kind of interesting when you think about its ramifications if he was a communist. I collect the art even though I don't believe the philosophy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm jacking off to OnlyFans. Um, Meanwhile, yeah. I'm coming into the kitchen sink while getting reversed milked. <laughs> I don't know what reversed milked means. <laughs> you know exactly what reversed milked means. Um, I do remember, it was, it's kind of funny. I, I never wanted a Superman toy, but there was, a, if we're going to talk about old Kenner figures mm. uh, again. Yeah. I remember there was the Superman toys that came out around the same time as, like, all the Batman Five Points of Articulation ones. And I think it was, like, a villain character. Right. And, like, that toy just looked cool to be, like, just period. Just sculpt, was, sculpt um, alone vibe. Sculpt alone. He looked he looked cool. He had, it was he like, had a blood vibe about him. Uh, I don't I'm, know if he had a blood vibe about him. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make that a phrase, so just roll with it. Yeah, I don't... I, I support... A lot of things about and for you, but I don't think I can do that. You've got a blood vibe about you. I, I guess I do now. Uh, <laughs> Wait, stop trying to make vibe was, stop trying to make like fetch happen. <laughs> yeah, so is a blood vibe a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, it's a good thing. Then you you said I had a blood vibe about me in a negative context. No, I just said it all cheeky and sexy and sultry. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. It was like black and yellow, and he had weird, like, twisty arms with, like, yellow tentacles mm-hmm. on them. And he had just, like, a plain black mask. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a cool toy. I was like, yeah, I wanted that when I was a kid. I don't know why, but I did. Maybe a little bit of me still does. Because I'm still thinking about it all these years later. 
someone trying to break into my house right now? I don't know. All right, Tony. Do you have a very specific set of skills? <laughs> if I get if I get taken, are you going to come find me? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I think we're good. I mean, my okay. my bats in the other room, but I feel like I feel like I'm about to go on vacation and I could take on a bear right now. I mean, <laughs> you never know who's breaking in. <laughs> Dalai Lama riding a bear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bless you so hard. Suck the bear's tongue. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, what a weird piece of shit. Um, yeah, and kids today don't... No, okay, I can't do... No, this is... <laughs> no, it's all falling no, apart. No, we're... That's... This is the... This is our last episode for a while. We don't want to end it. This we don't way. want to end with me doing a Jordan Peterson impersonation. <laughs> Talking about the dog. But like, there's there's funny. something with that thread of thought though, where like Superman Red Sun and like championing that it's a good book, like kind of gives like school shooter vibes, right? Yeah, I I, I feel that. Yeah. Um, and you can't uh, come at us by saying that it is actually a good book. Um, we'll just be like, all right, trenchy McCoat. <laughs> it's like I think it's like one of the few graphic novels I actually own. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> We're not ending on well, an awkward note at all. No. no. Well, it's funny because you also kind of cut out a few spots as well. So I'm like, I, I missed a bit of that too. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, ah, you'll be able to figure something out from this. Yeah, don't even worry about a dog. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you taking, um, Hell yeah. you know, time out of your day to to give a shit about all the dumb shit that Tony and I have to say. <laughs> we a, do have a lot of dumb shit to say, uh, too. Such an excellent analysis of this situation. But yeah, no, we really do appreciate that you listen and like the show, um... And we're hashtag blessed that we get to do this every week and talk about nonsense, yeah. talk about the hard facts, um, and talk about Bubba Hotep to Electric Boogaloo or whatever I'm going to call this fucking episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, was there was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we uh, get on out of here and then don't return for a slightly extended period of time? Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and weren't too offended by uh, the first half of it, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, if you want to hang out with us and uh, see see the, a picture of every... of Nicolas Cage as uh, Superman uh, yeah. and like, Wow or the questions. If you want visual context for most of the shit we talk about, Discord links to that are easily available. Especially if you go to WeLoveReggie.com. Uh, you'll also get all the updates for any Reggie release on there. And maybe join the Reggie Discord, too, if you want. There is a Reggie Discord. It's kind of fun, right? Um, yeah, we don't have any sponsors, so we have to pimp out our own yeah, stuff. Yeah, we have to so. plug our own stuff. If you want to try... One day, Casper is going to shoot me 20k and a new mattress. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you that it's the best fucking thing I've ever slept on. If you want to play a riveting role-playing game experience, you can go to bloodgoblin.com. Goblin. <laughs> uh, oh, I heard there's also a Discord for Blood Goblins. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. Uh, although, I, that might... I No, that's just backers, I think. 
Oh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, then you don't get it. But you can play Bo- Blood Goblin for free if you go to uh, bloodgoblin.com. Anyways, uh, that's enough plug for us. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Uh, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Uh, speaking of plugs, can we, like, circle back to Steven Seagal and making fun of him again? Yes. I feel like that's, like, the ultimate victimless crime, is, like, to bully Steven Seagal. It just feels right. Oh. Oh, I might have lost you. No, I was pretending to be frozen to fuck with you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, go to Japan. <laughs> Alright. <laughs>